right, we're gonna, we gonna rock this episode two. Stakes is high, D. Black, Black Nerd Podcast. Podcast. Say word, say word. I am your host, Troy Hunter, aka Tall Black Guy. I'm uh, Terry Gant, aka Doc Midnight. And I'm visiting. I'm Vinny Freeman. <laughs> you find me at Vinny Rope. Yo, so we got a special guest. We got a special guest now, special guest later. Eventually, we know so many black nerds that own some good stuff going on that we have to get you on the thing. We have to get you on. So right now, so we got Vinny in the, in the, in the, in the, in the spot. We expect another one. We're going to hit y'all with it. But right now, it's episode two. Y'all know y'all been waiting for it. Episode two of the Stakes is High Deep Black Nerd Podcast. And we got some things we'll hit y'all with. And we live and direct. We got it Sunday. Um, you know, this football season, we're going to talk about football at the end uh, so we don't bore some of y'all anyway. And but, it sounds like we got the Jay Giles band in the background. That's because we had uh, Bridget <laughs> McNeil's here on uh, Belmont and Sheridan. Belmont and Sheridan, so in the, in the, in the Lakeview neighborhood. So, right. So, yeah. So, we got we some music in the, the background. Alcohol, like we have pot bellies or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, this is what's good. What's good. So, listen, like we'll talk about this say Sunday. Uh, we just saw the Bears lose. Um, but we're going to talk about that later on. Uh, right now, though, we're going to get into some some real life shit. Real li- life shit right life now. Life shit, life shit. Life so, shit is what we are right now. On our format, yes, we have a format. We're rocking with a format. Ah, we format. will start with our uh, tried and true, like, old school favorite of <laughs> shit we like. <laughs> shit we like. So, the shit we like segment, Vinny, is basically where we, like, just throw out something that we're into, be it, uh, is it comics we're reading, books we're reading, um, um, TV we're watching, whatever, or just something you're into. Some, like, some I mean, media shit you, you got going on. Media thing, whatever you got going on. A yeah. thing you're digging. What is your shit we like? Because, you know, if, if you need a minute, one of us can go first. Yeah, give me a minute. Give me a minute. Let me think about this. All right. Jeff Smith has also walked in the house. <laughs> Jeff Smith is our second guest. We're going to give Jeff a minute, too, because I don't want to ask Jeff shit he like. Jeff got his headphones. Oh, we recorded? Yeah. <laughs> we live, son. On. You're on, son. Six He's minutes, Doug. Did you see the red light? I did not. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Got that deer in the headlights look. Yeah. Yeah. So how about those Falcons? How about those Falcons, baby? <laughs> had, to, had to give me something to look forward to today. <laughs> sure as hell wasn't Jay Cutler. Uh, now, I will now start Matt Ryan for the rest of the year. Yes. What did he put up, like 430? Apparently he Three got touchdowns. Something like that. Somehow. Everyone was grandma. Somehow, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That happened. Matt Manning showed up today. Well, actually, speaking of which, okay, something I like. Something you like, Vinny. The new Sunday uh, NFL ticket. Right. Now you don't need a cable subscription. Wait, wait, let's quantify that. You don't need a cable subscription if you live in specific locations. Oh, is that a thing? Yes, because they will not give it to you if they're like, oh, you can just get direct TV. And you're like, oh, I don't need direct TV. I just need Sunday ticket. So, yeah, yeah, you do. Barriers. Right. There there are some qualifiers. But. For example, I live in the South Loop, and I put in my address, and I was able to get it. So all I'm doing is paying for the Sunday ticket. I can watch it online on my tablet, computer. Which he's doing right now, as a matter of fact. They can't even find my address. So I put it in there like, we cannot find you. And I'm like, it's Chicago. Ask a mailman. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's a little strange. Ask your ultimate. Something. But in any case, that, that's that, that's a better option than what they've had in the past where you have okay. to have a subscription to Direct TV. Gotcha. Paying them endless amounts of money per year for a mediocre service. Okay. <laughs> but I'm enjoying that now because I, I can take it with me anywhere I go. You're basically a walking commercial. Yeah, because that's basically what they advertise. You can take this with you. We, because I'm going to be on that too. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as I build up the courage to get on the phone, 
for that is a, Yeah, you're one of those dudes who's kind of like me. Who wait? Does this require me talking to a person? Right. Who right. might be in Ireland, that, that, India, Bangladesh, you know, Germany, France, Guam, home. American Samoa. I'm just, not doing that. And I don't like being on hold. That's the other thing that kills me, right? If I could figure out a time where I could do something while I'm on hold, that's one thing. But like, when I'm on hold for 15 minutes to cancel something, and then you want to try to talk me out of it, I get pretty pissed off. I've switched subjects a little bit. I'm dealing with AT&T right now. Because they won't let you cancel shit online. You gotta call. You gotta call. Yeah. You can talk to a chat rep. The chat rep can sign you up for some shit. They can send somebody to your house. But can't end your shit. Right. But they're like, oh, well, you know, we can't really do that. You gotta call somebody. That's not how this works. I'm sorry. I'm not... From here in American Samoa, I'm not authorized <laughs> right. <laughs> right. To, let you get, to let you get the, your U-verse, look, your Xfinity. I can't let you go to Xfinity from the U-verse. Right. But although okay. with Comcast, though, you know, people have have a, uh, a set routine of calling them every six months, threatening to cancel right. in order to get a affordable service. Sure. Right. I thought about doing that. I I it, I've done it a couple times, but it, it's just it's, it's mind I numbing. Get, I don't want. Yeah, I don't want to sell them. Like you said, I, if I have nothing else to do when I'm on hold, I just, all right, you've been on hold for 23 minutes. I'm about to serve you. Cut me off now. Cut me off now. Don't say me. Don't tell me nothing. Don't ask me nothing. Don't ask me how my mom is. Just say, this is my number. Cut it off. Cut it off. Be done. But sir, we got, no, shut up. Cut it off. Right. Then, then I'm the cat, but that, you know, you play back in the customer relations thing, like, this is an angry customer. This is a very angry This is how you deal with this person. I don't right. want to be that. I'm going to be that I'm going to be that dude. <laughs> I'm gonna be that dude. I'm that dude at the at the shop. I'm that guy where if somebody calls up and it's like Yelp trying to like you know sell me something where you know well you get good really good response and good reviews and you get a lot of paid reviews from us. Have you ever thought about actually buying advertising? I'm like you know what? I've thought about buying advertising, just not with a free service that's working really well. <laughs> I, I really I ever thought about throwing money at something that's actually working fantastically free. Well, if we only set up some time. Like maybe we can have a meeting next week or something like that. A meeting. No, I think I understand exactly how this works. People use your service for free. I get a benefit from it. But if you charge me for it, you're going to charge me more money than I can afford to pay. So I'll just keep going with the free thing. Oh, I understand that that's how it seems like it is. <laughs> but really, if you just listen to our pitch, I mean, honestly, we have data which suggests that when you pay us, the benefit is, is monumental to your business. And so I say... Sticking point is... How much? And she's like, well, if we have our meeting, then we can kind of go over the specific how much. <laughs> and I got this woman to tell me that it was 300 bucks a month. And Yo, I was like... That's not an issue of They need though. to understand wow. the economics of the business that they're going into, right? Like, like You're not going to get a return on that investment. Or I could get a return on that investment if somehow I put my comic shop in Four Freedoms Plaza. Like, if I put my comic <laughs> shop in the Justice League headquarters, then about some month would be nothing. <laughs> location, location, location. Right. i got to put my shit on the Death Star that isn't getting blown up. Like, it's got to be, like, on the Galactica. i got the only comic shop on the Galactica, word, for 300 bucks a month? You can actually send all this traffic to me? Done. You know? Sign me up. Are you, wait, that's a thing? You people, someone is paying you so, it, at all? I'm like, no, it's just not going to happen. And then there's other businesses... They're going to call me up and say, hey, did you get our catalog? Yes, I did. I'm glad I got it. You know, it's really cool, but I just don't think I can put your product in my store right now. Well, I think if we just really talked about, like, maybe we can build a certain kind of a program for you to mix and match some of our different things for some of what you're trying to do. And I go, no, thank you. And they go, 
well, I hear you saying no thank you. Good. All right, can we get on the phone? And I'm just like, no, no, no. Well, hold on a minute. I'm just like, no. I got to be that dude. Right. Because as polite as I'm trying to be, the person on the on, on the other end of the phone, they're trying to buy their kid braces. Right? <laughs> they're trying to put up through, like, circus camp. Like, I need this, man. You know what I mean? I, like, need, I need this. Right. right. Just I, and now that I understand that that's the case, I got to be that dude that just shuts it down because, look, man, I like knowing what my options are. And this is in the in the shit we like section of the show. It's right. important. Because I, I know do it's like stuff knowing. Like. I Saying no I like, stuff. <laughs> I like knowing what I could be missing and attaching a dollar value to that as a business owner, right? Because there's nothing worse than find out your competition just came up with some fantastic fucking idea. They found a way to get a, a, a carnival out in their parking lot. Right. When you didn't know that a carnival would have been dope and you could have done it too. And they did it first. Now you can get a secondary carnival. So you got really like a petting zoo. Right. <laughs> right. They got the bouncy castle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like there's nothing worse than that feeling. I like knowing what I, what I could have done and saying no to it if I can't do it. I hate like finding out after the fact somebody else is on something that like just straight scoop me. Well, sometimes these dudes, the, you know, getting to the point about like people trying to feed their kids, right? Yeah. Sometimes they don't understand like when they have no shot, when they got a potential shot, but the time is just not right. I had a dude email me like, "Hey, man, uh, it was at work." He was like, "Hey, I see uh, you guys are using MySQL. Have you thought about using uh, our other product, Oracle Linux, for your for your server farm?" Look, man. I got a lot of shit on my plate right now, right? <laughs> Replacing the OSs on all my boxes is not really even remotely, but right no, now, bro. right? Maybe I want to hear some shit you got to say later, but right now my house is on fire. You better talk I to ain't me. got time for talk your shit. Talk to me in January when everybody trying to save money, and I got time to look at what right. we're saving money too. But this dude's like, well, what are your other priorities? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, oh, you gotta go there, oh, right? I see. My other priority is not replacing shit that ain't giving me problems. Yep. Right. That's my number one priority yep. right now. Well, there you go. who knows? We might be able to save you money. How much are you paying for your current Red Hat and license? Here we go again. I'm paying free. Because I'm using CentOS. Right. I'm not even oh. using Red Hat. I'm using CentOS. Free. Can you beat that? Freedom. But if you can beat that, then maybe, maybe we can talk. In fact, can we come up with a system in which you pay me to use your shit? Right, but now this dude went from a potential talk to me in six months to yep. fuck you, I don't want to hear anything you got to say. Is this explicit? Is that, is that no, a yeah, we, but I put the bar on it. Okay, yeah, I got it. I just want to make sure. And apparently that's why I might have taken iTunes a month to get the first episode. No. Gotcha. Gotcha. We swear like sailors. So where are the things I like section still, or are we out of that? No, we're um, still in there, though. Yeah, and I'm going to come out of that. We started with the Oh, all right, shit. We sat you down. We're good. Right. You know? Batman Eternal. All right, there we go. Batman Eternal, for those of you who don't know, is a weekly comic from DC Comics. It's on issue like 20 or something right about now. Yeah, like 23. Because it's like, it's a weekly book, so it's hard to count them shits. Yes. But, <laughs> but they just keep showing up, right? Like, right. you take two weeks off, and you're like, damn. Yep. Right, so what you liking on it? What you liking about it? Everything. I like it all. I like everything, right? They even got me liking uh, 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 Africa Batman. Batwing. Yes! I did not like that cat before this book. No, well, like, you didn't like him. Wait, you're still talking about Lucius Fox's son. Right. I, you like that guy. I don't think you like the other guy. 
You like the new guy. Oh, he's a new dude. He's the second dude, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 See, yeah. I didn't know that. No. Is he still defending all of Africa? Well, In no. Gotham? Because he's the <laughs> Yes. 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 He's got Inglewood covered. He's okay. got West High Park covered. Gotcha. Adam is covered. Roseland's covered. All right. The Pullman area right around where the museum is, that's covered. There's just some shit that's too gritty yeah. for even Bruce. Right. There's, he, the West Side, I'm not entirely sure. But, yeah, so there's, right. Gotcha. For Chicago, right. Gotham, for Chicago, Gotham, like this is how I imagine it would go down. All right, that makes you know? sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm digging it, man. And I usually, I, I usually hate weekly books, right? Because it's just too much of a much character for me. Okay. But this shit, you know, he's got like three different story arcs kind of going on at the same time, but all weaving them together. Commissioner Gordon's whole story in Arkham, like you know, you just, I'm just waiting for that dude to get shivved at any moment. Every I'm page tell you something too about like weekly comics fans. For those of you listening out there, a lot of cats, y'all get wrapped up in like who wrote a book, who drew a book, and shit like that. And y'all start following writers and you start following artists, and you end up kind of, I'm gonna say more than often than not, you don't even realize it, but you kind of fuck yourself on like actually reading good shit at times because you just, you've been trained to just follow certain names. But there's an unsung job in comics that does such a good job in shit like this because weekly comics. Weekly comics would go away. No one would ever try it if this one position fell down on the job just one time, and it hasn't. And people get, this one position gets paid nice in comics, and that's the editor. Because if you didn't have a dope editor on a book, an editor's job, in the case of a weekly book, is literally to juggle swords, cobras, cats, and hand grenades. Like, that's his role, right? Because everyone that he's working with has something that if it was just their book, man, they run off in a direction and they'd be dope on their own or not, right? But here they've agreed to get together and do a weekly book, and a weekly books kind of work with, on one week, writer A has a book. On one week, on the next week, writer two does that issue. On the next week, writer three kind of does that thing. And it keeps so everybody can keep up, right? But that editor's job is to make sure no one is ever late because there cannot be a gap between weeks 23 and 24. Right. If is, that happens, bad things. Is someone else writing Batman Eternal besides Scott Snyder? Yes. Who else is on it? Three other dudes. Yep. Name, see, I see Scott Snyder, and then I see three other names, and I'm like, artist, pencilist, inker. You, when you look at the cover, right? <laughs> the cover, the next, no, the next time you look at the cover, you're not going to see three other names. You're going to see like five or six names. Four of those are writers. Ah, so they don't break it out per issue. It's just like Everybody Batman Eternal is yes. everyone here. Yes. Yes. Okay. And DC's other weekly book is uh, Future's End. That's also amazing. Yes. Because it seems seamless. Yes. Like right. on other weekly books, I'm like, yeah, they got the C crew up in this motherfucker yes. this week. Because on some of these sounds like Brian Azzarello is working on a book or Scott Snyder's working on a book. You know, like it's it's dudes who are like the shit in this business. Tim Seeley's one of the guys on Eternal. Like Tim Seeley's got like a couple books oh, out yeah. there. Like this is this is not small potatoes here. They're doing the job and they're doing the job on time. And to me, as a comic shop owner and as a fan of comics and somebody who's been in this business for a while, and like there's one thing that I can respect, and it's not being late. Make that book come out of that UPS truck on time, and I can sell your book. You make that book not come out of that UPS on track, and you know, fuck your book. I'm gonna sell somebody else. How long is Eternal supposed to run? I'm assuming a year. The point of DC doing a weekly book is to get to 50, the number 52. Right. It's always that. So I'm going to assume everything they do is 52 weeks. You know. All right. Shit that I like. I am the proud owner of a Kindle Fire. 
and the Kindle Fire is annoying on almost every level except one. I love downloading old ass comics so that I don't have to dig through my long boxes. And I'm currently reading the old school Marvel Comics Defenders run. Mm. In which something stupid and weird happened every damn issue. Right? So I am currently loving just reading Marvel Comics in the 1970s. You know? Because I'm now reading shit where it's like, you know, it didn't seem like this was going to matter. But the origin of the Valkyrie. No one's ever thought about the origin of the Valkyrie. You know? There was a woman who was kind of brain damaged more or less. And that wasn't gonna get no better. So the enchantress <laughs> just like invented a mind of a Valkyrie and stuck it in her body, and it became a superhero. Defenders. <laughs> you know, there's a whole lot of issues where the defenders are living in Doctor Strange's house, but Doctor Strange is like captured or on some other plane battling some other mystic entity, and no one knows where he is. So Luke Cage is casually every issue trying to stop the Hulk from just smashing the house. <laughs> No, Hulk, you can't just start throwing a man's couch because you ain't seen him in three days. That's not how we solve the problem, you know? And then Nighthawk is a character that nobody likes, and I now I know why nobody ever liked Nighthawk. Nighthawk shows up every issue to say out loud to Luke Cage, Luke Cage, it's a good thing you stopped the Hulk from smashing the furniture. That's what I pay you for. <laughs> it's some straight Mr. Charlie shit. Like, he, he rolls in just to be like, Woo, I'm rich, and I'm a superhero. Hey, Luke Cage, stop the Hulk for me. He'll kill me. I don't want any parts of that. I gotta look up Nighthawk because I'm not sure if I'm thinking of who I'm thinking Kyle of. Kyle Richmond, he was the dude, he kind of, Hulk always called him Bird Nose. He had like, look, he kind of like Batman, but like with inflatable wings. Yeah, every time I look up Nighthawk, I get military aircraft, so. Nighthawk Marvel Comics. Okay, I was confused with Nightwing. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, no, that's, that's what I thought it was too. That's what I went to. No, no, not it. He had a blue costume with these red, like, like blow up, like. Oh, I know this dude, but it's not the dude I was thinking of. Yeah, that's the cat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. That's Nighthawk. Basically, his whole deal was he was rich and decided to become a superhero. You know, like you do. Like, like you do, you know. I'm also watching, I'm a big, like, I don't, I can't do appointment viewing on TV. I just, I gotta just wait until some shit's already aired and just go ahead and watch it on the internet or something because I can't. Outlander. I resisted watching Outlander forever. It's, I think it airs on Stars or some shit. I don't know. I had the wife watch a couple episodes last night. She might be hooked to it. And I hope not because I can't watch it and she gets into it. But I can't watch it without her then. Right. So right. that's a thing. But Outlander is basically like, I, from what I understand about it, my friends are telling me, it started as some like ancillary Doctor Who fan fic type shit. Right? Doctor Who once had this assistant named Jamie who was like a Scottish Highlander, you know, type cat, right? Went on a bunch of adventures, and at some point, Doctor, the Doctor just kind of drops Jamie back off in the Scottish Highlands when the Scots are busy fighting the Brits. So, some chick starts writing some fanfic about what if this, you know, what if, like, an English chick went back in time, met that dude, named had it, whatever. The show was about a chick who was a time traveler from the 1940s, right, going back to the 1700s, right and finding herself back there and having to like deal with that she wants to get back to the 1940s right but she's found that she's British she's not Scottish so instantly when they hear her talk they know she's not of them and they're at war with the Brits they want the Brits out right but she's a nurse so while they capture her she becomes instantly useful but they think she might be a spy so she is at both she's both captured and a prisoner this shit sounds layered as hell like <laughs> There's I a, feel like I need a notepad. There, there, <laughs> yeah, right? And it right, really right is. There is there's her trying to like basically it's like the prisoner. 
She's trying to escape every episode to get back to how she thinks she ended up in the past, right? And she has knowledge of the future by just kind of lurking about in the 1940s, just after World War II. World War II has just ended for her. And she was a combat nurse, right? So she rolls up on these Scott dudes, and they got all these wounds and weird shit, and they're they going to get infected, they're going to die. And she saves their lives, so they're like, she might be a spy, but she saved somebody's ass. We don't trust her. Let's just watch her. You know what I mean? This is a BBC show? No, you said stars. It's stars. Oh. It's in fact not, it's not aired by the BBC, apparently, because rumor has it, they don't want people in the UK voting for Scottish independence. This okay. is currently a thing, right? Okay. You'll be so sympathetic for the cause of the Scots, you might pull the wrong lever, you know? <laughs> Nah, man, we're trying to keep my motherfucking down over here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing? Send them more potatoes. <laughs> but this, it's a really good show. All you right. know? Really good show. And I'm also reading through my comics downloads, American Flag by Howard Chaykin. I don't even know it. It's uh, Howard, well, you know Howard Chaykin, though, right? He's done a bunch yeah. of shit with Marvel lately. Did a lot of, like, like secondary kind of Avengers, uh, limited series and things. Effectively, he's kind of more of a, a sex guns and rock and roll kind of artist, right? Okay. But... In his early work, American Flag, done back in the 80s, he's one of his first cats to, to like, make the entire panel one piece of art, right? Like, he's able to even make the lettering important in the book, right? Like, it was, he's just really good at that back then. American Flag is basically the, the earth, the government is largely run by the media, right? Um, the Soviets have gotten a lot further than they did in our actual reality, right? Um, Earth has been, we've colonized Mars and largely given up on Earth. So anybody still living on Earth might have all kinds of hell to deal with, you know? There's regularly scheduled media-based gang fights. It's oh. like the new NFL, right? You know, hey, you, you need something to watch to keep you pacified and entertained? Pop these drugs. And you tune in at this time, <laughs> the gang from over there will be rumbling with the gang from over there. Blood will be shed. News 11. Is this an ongoing series? Or it, it was an ongoing back in the 80s. It went like about 50 issues. Yeah. Uh, Here, while we talk, I'll pull it American up. American flag, too. Because I might still have a shit yeah, like that. I'll have to check so that out. Yeah, he was, what what, what yeah. app are you using on, uh, on your Kindle? Comic Cat. Comic Cat, okay. Comic Cat is my Kindle app. Um, speaking of TV shows, I've been, I've had this this urge to watch anime lately. I don't know what it is. But my problem with anime is always finding a good anime. And then finding a good anime that I don't feel embarrassed to actually watch. Like, so you started watching Attack on Titan, I so, Well, I finished Attack on Titan. Because that's um, a good anime you should yeah. be embarrassed to watch right there. But two other ones. I finished one, Psychopaths. It's on Netflix. Okay. Basically, it's this uh, future where society has advanced. Everything is awesome. The catch is they've got uh, mnemonic sensors everywhere that basically detect your emotional state. Okay. And people who get outside of an emotional norm are considered latent criminals. Okay. And it's like, you have the emotional makeup to be fucking crazy. Yeah. We're locking you up before you do it. Got it. All right? Because I'm free crime attention. Right, exactly. Okay. So the show follows this police force that's basically responsible for policing these types of crimes. Yeah. And um, the de- there's two detectives, but then there's also a group of enforcers that chill with them. And the enforcers are basically ex-cops whose emotional spectrum got outside the norms. So now they're criminals, but they're on the leash of the police force with the idea of being that, you know, 
you guys being fucked up in the head will help us find other people that are in that same mental fucked up state. So it kind of goes like a regular police serial drama, and then like maybe halfway through the season, uh, there's a continuing story arc that kicks up, and they're following this one specific criminal. Highly recommend it. Good shit. It's all on Netflix. Huh? I just wrote it down. Yeah. The other one, Sword Art Online. Anybody seen that shit? No. So it's about this... uh, Spell it? What is it? Sword Art Online. Sword Art Online. It's an anime. Yes. It's also on Netflix. It's about these uh, this group of people that joined this new MMO that just launched. Okay. But the MMO was all VR, right? Okay. So you put on a helmet, you lay down in your bed, and you're completely transformed into this you know, virtual so reality you become world. become like a fan of Bleach? Because I don't want to deal with fans of Bleach. No, no, okay. and it's not as long. And if any of you are listening who are fans of Bleach, I'm talking about you. Right. Y'all are weird. So they joined the game on the day of launch. Everyone's got you know like all these quests they want to do. But then, during the intro quest, the creator of the game comes out and says, Yeah, I'm kind of crazy, and you are all permanently locked in the game until you beat level 100. If you try to disconnect, your real body will die and you will die. If you die in the game, you die in real life. Uh, If you try to disconnect your VR helmet, you will die. You'll notice all of your menu panels have no logout function. Get to level 100... (laughs) And then like, you can get back to the real world. No, just, oh, everybody? Like, so everyone in the game. Has to get right, well, no. I don't know if everyone in the game has to get to level 100 or if someone has to get to level 100 to free the people in the okay. game. So, basically what ends up happening is they begin forming their own society in the game, right? And right. some people are interested in trying to you know, beat the game. Other people are like, well, fuck that. I'm not about to die. You know what I mean? So, right. I'm just going to live life here. So... It's it's them, you know, adventuring and living life, but it's still an MMO, even though their lives are in danger, right? So, like, whenever they have to do attacks, they have to go into their menu options and grab their shit. You know what I mean? Everyone levels up in skills, so it's like, you know, this dude is, like, on a date. She's cooking him dinner, right? She's like, oh, I just leveled up my cooking skill. Right, right. So she's, like, getting all these crazy ingredients and just putting them in an oven and then pulling the shit out. Right, right. right. <laughs> it's crazy. Um... Yeah, I mean, so everyone's obsessed with levels, everyone's obsessed with gear, um, there's all these, like, safe zones and all these rules to the game that are all required to follow, so it's really interesting, especially if you're an MMO player. Okay, okay. Highly recommend it. Alright, also on Netflix and free. And you being a uh, WoW player, you will love that shit. I'm a former WoW player only because, for you tech heads out there, I'm the slowest adopter of technology in the world. And while I will build me a machine, I will build me a machine, I'm very patient. I will wait until all the parts to do that shit fall into my lap for about 150 bucks less than it would be if I actually went and did it myself. I'm that dude. Right? I hear that shit. And, and because, I need to and build, because of that, you gone. I, I need to like, you know, I need to build me a new machine at the crib to do some online gaming. And that requires a dollar figure. And somebody needs to say to me, I got everything you need. Tell me that dollar figure. I will hand him cash money on the spot. We will get that done. Cash money. Cash money. Straight cash, homie. Straight cash, homie. Another thing that I discovered recently that was really awesome, and and the implications, like I didn't even see this coming until you told me, Troy. You posted a thing on Twitter about Dropbox. If you were paying for Dropbox, that shit was going up to one terabyte. Yes. Make sure a little something something got poured. Do you want it? Absolutely. Okay. Was it you? Yeah. Was that? 
I'll take a little something. Yeah. yeah, more of that. Yeah, sure. I just want to accidentally pour me a thing of wings, buffalo style. That's a joke too. Natural bookkeeper. The the one terabyte situation for Dropbox is significant because so. for one, I was already paying for Dropbox yep. because I'm a dude that loves my indie pro wrestling and I like getting my friends up on it. And the only way I can do it is if I put like if I download like some wrestling show out of like some company in like Phoenix, Arizona, that no one's ever heard of. There's three wrestling shows a year and they're all dope. And I'd be like, man, you need to see this. I put it in Dropbox and somebody else can watch it. I would download something where like you know. Takes all these empties. Where, where there's a wrestling show that takes place, like, you know, on a space station, and I will find it. It'd be like wrestling midgets dressed as clowns. It'd be the greatest thing ever. My friends need to see it, and I'll put it in Dropbox. But yeah, Dropbox is definitely advantageous because a lot of people are using it, as opposed to Google But when Drive, they went up to it, right, but when they went up to a terabyte, that's well, a game changer. It is, because they're competitive with everyone else that's at that giving point, yeah. out more data. Yeah, because for a while, yeah. they've been at the bottom. Yeah, because Google had, paying like, Google gave you like Yes! Like yeah. See, the thing for me though, it's not even about the space. I mean, it's I'll take the, the terabyte, right? Right. But for me, it's really about integration with other apps. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like, how Dropbox is like the the single storage space for all of my apps. So when I have an iOS app, yeah. You know, the first thing I check, can I sync through Dropbox? If I can't, it's got to get gone. Right. And you just don't see that type of support on like Google Drive and more to the point. Where I, I have people right. that I'm sharing Dropbox folders with, where I can put an executable in Dropbox. Right? Which I can't do with Google Drive. Right. I can't, can't be like like well I can say here's the can here's the package crap in Google Drive for you know what I mean? I can, oh, I didn't like, I didn't know you had limitations on what, what I can, files you can put in there. I can say to my boy who's never watched some show I'm watching, here's VLC play. Yeah. In Dropbox. Now you have that too. Right? With Google right. Drive, I'm just making spreadsheets and Word documents and shit. You can I, upload files now on <laughs> Google Drive. Well right, which I realize you can do. But at a terabyte, I'm now thinking the next damn machine I build, I'm just not putting shit on it. You know what I mean? I'm, the machine's well, gonna be the machine. Yeah. Well, at the same time, with Dropbox, if you want it shared, if you want everything on your machine, you need to have, you need to have that space. Yeah, so, yeah, so. You can't right, have Right, because it's yeah. not the ultimate cloud drive yet. Right. Not yet. But at $9.99, you get a terabyte. I'm feeling and it's really it's easy to share stuff. Easy like, to share stuff. Like, I'm yo, really feeling encouraged here. about what's going to be possible with Dropbox. No, Honestly, no. I don't even know like I don't even know how I function before Dropbox now, right? Because like I'm not saving shit to my machine anymore. Right. All flash my config drives. files and shit are, are are just synced up everywhere. It's it's, yeah. it's, it's the future. It's the future. We're living in the future. I tried other apps. Sort of. I, We're I still tried, walking. I tried Box. Right. right. That's I don't cool. know if you tried Box.net. I've not tried Box. Like you know, they try to get you in there by offering you 50 gigs worth of space. You try it out, it's well, not the same. Right. I mean, Dropbox did it at the beginning. It was like, you know, if you recommend a person, you get an extra gig. Right. Yeah, you awesome. Get Yo, for care, real. For wrestling fans, fans that were that was though. the link back in the day. Can I give you another hint, too? But not that it matters now with that's your fame, but like signing into different devices and enabling auto-upload also gave you like an extra right. 500 megs every time. Oh. So when my boy worked for AT&T, yeah, I mean, like take my SIM card around some demo units. R okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Not on your level, Troy. On our on our shit, you like Yo. format? You put multiversity. Well, I know that, that was like, that was the next thing. Oh, that was the next joint. To talk about multiversity. Let's move on to no, it. Well, look, shit I like real quick. Oh, 
I'm moving ahead of Troy. My bad. I understand. We just so hyped right now. We just so hyped right now. Like fuck everything Troy got to say. Troy's my man. Yo, your mama introduced me to Troy. Troy's my boy. We go way back. All right, Troy. Real quick though, James Baldwin, the fire next time. I was in a state where, like, when the Ferguson shit hit, my man in um, Cincinnati at the Walmart got shot. And I was dealing with, like, white liberal guilt, anger, neocon, like, well, you know, he a thug you anyway. You do have neocons coming at no, you left son, and right. You're a neocon magnet. I'm a magnet. I'm a magnet because wow. I will. You ain't angry enough. They no, think I am. <laughs> think they can turn it. Like Neocons no, come his way like, like read this envelope. Wait, It'll you, change your life. Well, you we are talking about conservatives, right? Yes. That's what okay, just yes. making sure I'm yes. on the same ship. Yeah. <laughs> right. We'll have a different you. conversation, right? And they'll be like, oh, that's not what I know. Porn stars. It's a different thing. I I wasn't aware. Okay. Dolphins food. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Dolphins. I was in this thing and I remember like I haven't read James Baldwin in since I was in high school. Okay. And I said, all right, well, let me go back. Because, you know, one of the things about Ferguson, one of the things about, like, this kind of environment where now we're, you know, we're talking about protests. We're talking about, you know, how best that, you know, you hit folks in their pockets. You hit folks in their in they jobs and all that kind of thing. And I started thinking about what we have, you know, as a people about the protest stuff. Like, we got Sam Cooke, Change Gonna Come. And we got protest songs. We have ways to mobilize people. You know, with the social media stuff, we got ways to connect and say, you know, this thing is going down at 8 p.m., be there. You know, we got food drives. We got, you know, hey, ship, you know, donate here, and it goes down to first. We got that kind of thing. But I started, I, like, let me go back and reread James Baldwin Fire Next Time. And James Baldwin was very, he was pessimistic and optimistic, and it was funny in a way that felt like this is like he was talking about the situation then you know he was still talking about the civil rights era then and how this is how we have to deal with it. this is how we have to you know this is the environment we're in this is the kind of shit we're going to deal with pretty much define the struggle right <laughs> yes he is like this is how you have to approach it this is how you have to think about it if you have if you think about it as you're not the people that white folks think you are. You're not the, you know, the the kid, the, the you know, you're not the, like, we're looking around like, you know, we're getting black dudes shot on sight. We must be threats. So no, we're not threats. Oh, well, you, we might be the ones that, you know, you know, you know, well, this isn't, you know, we think it's kind of weird, like, for open carry, like, you know, you can't open carry, you black, you gonna get shot. We're not that people. So the, and, and he started breaking down to the the core of American values. Is America can't live. It's not going to live up to its values. It's just not. What we have to do is kind of not even circle the wagons, but be really resolute in what we are, in who we are as a people, as a you know, as you know, since you can be strong and you can be all like you know, brothers gonna work it out and all that kind of stuff, but. You're getting hit by so many sides to hold on to that is so hard to do. This is, but in the middle of it, you have to realize and recognize that you're better than what they think you are. And they're not as good as they say they are. 
And it's all like, I mean, the entire book is maybe like a hundred pages, maybe, maybe. And he just laid down so much, just like, this is what it is. You know, you know, we gotta be strong. We have to count our allies where we can. But then again, we have to be resolute in ourselves. And I was just reading it and just, it was the right time for me to read it. It was the total right time for me to read it because I was feeling like, you know what, this is a bullshit. There's some absolute bullshit. The fact I can't get across to some white neocon that I'm human and I should be able to do what the fuck I feel like doing if it doesn't hurt anybody. More than that, it's not even about like I think if you place the argument like I should be able to do what I feel like doing and not hurt anybody, that we're not at that's a libertarian viewpoint. What we're talking about is I should be able to do what you're doing right now. Right. 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 On some humanity. Or not hurt. Right. There is no hurt involved. Hurt doesn't even come into it. I should be able to use a public space as a public space is used. I'm using a space for its intended purpose. With no wit, with no question. Like you know what I'm saying? Like why is that an issue? Right? Once something happens, people have to look into what brought that about. What did the victim do? Right? When you when you change that topic to be about like, man. My mom, on her way home from work, got pulled over by some cops, tased and set on fire. No one says, what did your mother do? They go, holy shit, that, your mom, what happened to your mom? Right. right. Right? For some of the things we're talking about, that we're seeing more and more and more in the media, and I believe we're really only saying it, because that's so easy to get it uploaded. Right? Well, it's now, yes. It is now, like, it, what used to take a week or a couple of days is now instantaneous. We're, we're, we're no, there. If, that, if, if your mom got video, if your mom, if, 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 if your nephew held the phone right. and watched your mom get tased, yeah. the first thing is not going to be what your mom, your first thing is going to be what your mom did. Right. Now it is. Why, we, why, did, why didn't she just do we what the officer told her to do? That's, that's, a, that's a thing that comes a lot of times now out of a group of people who've been told they were empowered, who have the best of intentions, who are now finding out they are also not empowered. Right? You are the people and the people don't have power. Right? You have to start asking yourself, fuck, if I can't do anything about it, you start feeling bad about that shit. What must have happened? What did that woman do? What did that dude do? What did that old man do? What did that kid on the street do? Right? Because that is a lot easier than saying, I voted for a motherfucker who made that happen. But I don't mean voting like on, right. a, on a large level. I mean, I took part in a system right. that brought about this under my very nose, and I can't do anything about that. I, I, I think part of it, too, is a viewpoint from... Uh, from a privileged perspective, right? Like, so when you talk about like, you know, what did that person do? What did your mom do? Reminded me of a, a, a video, I think you posted on Facebook, about a guy that was waiting Jeff's for his kids. Jeff's pointing right there. Oh yeah. No, um, the cat in Minnesota in the, yeah, in the, in the, in the shopping mall. Shopping mall. Yeah. Right. Waiting for his kids. Right. right, waiting for his kids. Now, I was dumb and I read the bottom half of the internet. <laughs> and, <you> know, <laughs> the comments. Right, Whoa, and never. people are bugging like, well, why didn't he just give up his identification? And it's like, that's a viewpoint from someone who has lived a life where they can say, the police are asking me for information, I trust the police, and there must be something going on, so I'm going to assist. They're not coming from a viewpoint of, oh God, here's another dude trying to harass me when I'm not doing a fucking thing, right? right. And I think that's, that's the breaking point, and it's impossible to get people from a privileged view, not impossible, but in most it's scenarios, really it's really difficult to get someone really to step outside of their privilege and say, you're looking at this from a perspective that, that doesn't make sense. Right. Even my wife, my wife is white, and my wife was like, well, you know, that's not right, I'm not saying it's right. She was like, but if it were me, I would have just showed my ID. 
And I'm like, yes, but you're coming from a different perspective. Right. Now imagine you're in the park with your black boyfriend and the cop comes up to you and asks for ID. Now in the back of your mind, what are you thinking? You're like, is he asking me for my ID because I'm in the park with my black boyfriend and, and, and that's a problem now? So... I don't know how we get past well, to the point too. Like some people, it is, it is natural for well, them to think. Always just showed up, so I'm, I'm going dark. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it, really, it really is natural for somebody to think if the cops roll up and ask for ID, I just give them my ID, right? I've been in some situations in my life, man. When the cops roll up and, and question who I am and why I'm where I'm at, it's very easy to show your ID and be on your way. But when you actually understand what the powers are. Right? That's compliance. What, That's what is required of you and what's required of them, then the question of why are you asking me that is a valid question. Valid as hell. Right? But they're used you to people are, not asking Yes. That. So now it's like, why, why you got you gotta talking back? You got issues? So the other day I was thinking like, man, if I really, let's say everybody that I went to high school with, like all like had jobs and like had families and not like, let, let, let's, let's remove from the possibility Let's remove from the conversation the possibility of the people I went to high school with, some of them not doing so well. Let's say everybody at least did well to get a, a, a gig. There'd be a lot of people in my high school who would have jobs in which they were some form of civil servant, which is to say, go out and do a thing because a man told you to go out and do a thing, right? You are trained to do a certain thing a certain way, and that's what you're going to do, right? You're not sitting on a street corner anymore. You're not sitting, you're not drinking out of a paper bag. Right? You're not a drain on society. You are contributing. On some level, for blue-collar dudes who are amongst the people, the biggest thing that is a fear to you is that you're busting your ass to get home to your kids every damn night. Right? And every day, the next day, you're sitting right back out to do the same damn shit. Right? So here we have a situation where, legit, man, guys aren't going to roll up on you to be like, can I see some ID? Because they have the worst existence in the world. People legit, like, on some, I mean, these kids, I see kids out here every day where I'm just like, man, how the hell are you doing this incredibly annoying fucking thing on our society? You, you are annoying me right now. I'm just trying to get to work. You are being complete ass over, over some nothing, whatever it may be, and you don't even understand how far you have to come to be an actual value member of our society, right? Sometimes I, see, I think about, like, what cops have to think when they encounter people like that. I'm protecting you? Well, the job is, yes, you are. You still got to protect that annoying little piece of crap. You got to protect that kid. You got to protect me. You got to protect Jeff. You got to protect Vinny. You got to do that. Even you, Troy. Well, I mean, that's that's part of the problem, too, though, is like, you know, we, and, you know, we we put these types of requirements on police and civil servants as if they're not human, right? Right. They're, They're still subject... To right. all the same human vices human and, yeah, and and and, yeah. and I think part of the part of the large problem is a lot of civil servants are dealing frequently, commonly with with the troubled aspects of society, right? Yep. Yeah, you meet the so worst like, society. Right. So it's like right. every day this is your exposure, yep. right? And then you drive home back to Lincoln Park or whatever. You know what I mean? It's it's you can, it's. It's easy to see how someone develops that sort of mental model and picture. The thing is about civil servants, though, especially police, is that you know you got training, you got training of all sorts. You're supposed to be better. You're supposed to be absolutely. And but again, I think to be that better. 
You are. It's supposed to be better. But I think it goes back to that unrealistic expectation. Yep. Right. Yeah, yes, you are supposed to be better. Yes, that is part of the job description. No, I'm not advocating that we, you know, we, we dismiss them of that responsibility. But at the same time, I I feel like I feel like with all the stuff that's going on, as much as I'm outraged at white America and uh, you know uh, authoritative figures in general. I'm also just as angry at us, right? Yeah, right, yeah. You know, I'm just as angry at black America yeah. for for not coming together. It's like, you know, everyone's going Buckwild and Ferguson, right? But what happens right. when there's 26 shootings in Chicago? Right. There's no marching. There's right. no yep. protesting, right? It's our people killing each or, other, right? Or someone marched. Or <laughs> someone marched. Or someone marched and someone protested and no one heard about it. That's the thing. That's right. What, the or black someone, and white crime thing is bullshit. Right? It's not talked about unless someone... Well, it's, it's what is talked really. about is black on black crime is talked about because black on black crime is those t-shirts are already made, right? There's right. a backlog of those t-shirts. <laughs> you ain't gonna sell those shits. You can have a black on black crime t-shirt before the five k get run. You know, <laughs> black on black crime. Even the term pathologizes black violence. You 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 go violent against people you're around, and as segregated as especially Chicago. Black folk, little black folk, white folk, white. There's no white on white crime. Right. It's not a term. We don't hear this shit. We right. just crime. Not a term. Crime. Just crime. That's all you hear. In fact, it's it's harder to sell white on white crime because white on white crime is what we call a bar fight. We saw the cowboys <laughs> doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in the old cowboy so, movies, like you saw white on white crime all the time. White on white crime was like the housing crisis. Right. I mean, it was, you know, that's not pathology. It's no. not like you people are crazy anyway. So that's why you're shooting each other. It becomes, it's a term that was built to pathologize. This is what happened with poor black people go against other But at the same time, though, that we can't excuse the numbers, right? No, we can't excuse them. No. But then again, what are the numbers for what Morgantown, West Virginia? They may be shooting the fuck up out of each other. Right, but I'm just saying, but the homicide rates in general in black America are through the roof compared to any other racial demographic. Yes. Homicide. Right, homicide. Right, right. We got to look at numbers for that. There's a number. I've, I've now, but here's the so, so here's the thing, right? We started talking about I mean, it. But I mean, if, just real quick though, like if we don't believe that, like, do you can you honestly think? Do you honestly believe that like the numbers for deaths from homicide between 1835 are the same between Black America and White not, America? No, they're not even close. No. Not and, and one of the other issues is when Troy when Troy talks about he just brought about segregation and where people live, right? Right. In Chicago, we live in a city now that is largely designed to make damn sure if you're black in Chicago, you will keep living around blacks in Chicago, making it more likely that you end up in one of these situations. Right? We don't live in a society that says to you, you know what? Honestly, if the best thing for you is to spread the fuck out, right? As an American society, we are built on spread the fuck out, right? Even if, even when it's unhealthy and, for us to do so, and be amongst we're your meant own. to spread out. We're not even to be amongst our own. Like Manifest Destiny was not about being on, amongst our own. Manifest Destiny was entirely about there are so many of us right here. We are going to kill each other. Go over there and kill them instead. Or go over there and set up a little homestead, and we will move over there with you. But that like and we'll every just keep every just about every war we've ever fought, like as a, as a civilization, has been about getting more land and more more resources, right? More right. women, more more weed, whatever, more rum. Like you you. You fight that war because you're about to eat yourselves where you're at. So you have to spread out. The city's no different. 
Now, now with resources lacking, cities are the best place to be because there ain't nothing for you out there. Come in here and pull your shit together. But you are now trained in the city to never come together. You can't come together. I can't come to your house and be like, Troy, man, if we built a, a, a hallway between my house and your house and shared resources, we could be on a come up. I'm trained to look at you every day and say, fuck is he on with his nice shiny red car? I'm gonna give me a shiny black car. Fuck him. We are trained to do that. We are trained to entirely fight each other constantly. We can't come together. Uh, sharecropping farming? What? No, that's not a thing that can happen. Co-op farms? Co-op farms are now a thing that yuppies do because co-op farming, is, it's almost like it's just been invented. You know, you have many people I know in CSAs who are like, hey man, you need some squash? And I'm like, squash? I ain't ate squash since I was eight. I can't fuck with squash. You know what I mean? Like, we gotta now think about it. The things we now think about are the shit that people were thinking about 50, 60, 100 years ago because it was the right thing to do right. for how we live in cities where we're climbing all over each other. Right. You know? Black on black crime is, it, it, is, there's a, it's, it is about the pathos, right? The pathos. It is about that. But I do agree. The, yeah. the truth about that shit is that, man, if you really sat down and fucking had to figure out why you were here, it's because somebody started a war on poverty when you weren't looking and they want to keep you poor and stupid, right? They attacked your church where you got your information. They attacked your crib where you actually are supposed to have peace, right? They attacked your neighbor who you're supposed to go to for help. And they got you just sitting there looking like an absolute ass, but, but you got to build a there wall you to protect yourself. You're doing good. Uh, one other thing too, I wanted to uh, touch on that that you had kind of mentioned <laughs> regarding like social media and networks to get the shit out there. So there was an article that uh, a blog post that someone wrote, and basically, I, I don't know if the woman was white, black, or whatever. It doesn't matter. She was angry that Facebook wasn't showing her news about Ferguson. Oh right, right. Because, because, because yeah. of the algorithm, algorithm. right? Yeah. Because of the algorithm. So she went and made a wedding post. And put Ferguson information in, <laughs> and it bubbled up to everyone's feet, right. right? Like, hey, and she said, "Hey, everyone, I'm not getting married. That's I just smart. need everybody to see this shit right. yeah. she's <laughs> because just playing the game, <laughs> right? Right? Playing the game. But it goes to show that there's this new level of control that's right. happening. And now Twitter's saying they're doing to go to the same thing, right? And this is something that we have kind of convinced ourselves as a society that we own, right? Yeah. We are the medium of Facebook. We right. are the pulse. Yeah. But meanwhile, behind the scenes, they're doing it worse than media, than television could ever do, right? Right. Because at least with television, you know you're not in control of what's being put out there. Right. And Facebook, you're like, well, this is what the world is talking about. Right. You know, with Facebook, I've been, I was pretty disenchanted with them just because I've noticed how, again, that they play with the order of the feeds and yeah. everything, but a lot of times in my news feed, shit is just way out of order. I'm like, there's something I saw from last Thursday. I'm like... Sunday. Well, why am I seeing this right, today? See right. You know, it's, it's, it's not relevant anymore. Um, and it's, it's that mixed with other people that you may follow that are playing different quizzes, you know, other right. games. Doing stuff, right. Right. Doing different stuff. stuff that most of us don't care about here. Right. It almost seems like a, a Orwellian type shit where there's some architect like, hey, just Keep feed them passiveness. Right. Stupid. <laughs> Look, man, everything you need to know, you can get from Megadeth. They'll right. tell you. They've been telling you this shit for 30 right. years. Don't worry about your struggles. Just keep your farm straight. Keep your farm straight. Keep your farm straight. You're losing crops, yo. Keep your farm straight. Right. Why is there fighting in hockey? Keep that candy There's crush fighting going. in hockey because, man, the people are bloodthirsty. You know? Hockey people will tell you we need that. No, we don't. 
No, I know we don't. <laughs> Hockey fans who are actually paying attention, we know Look. you need the game to be great, right? That's what it'll tell you. Yo. But the hockey people, <laughs> yo, we you know, we go to, we won't have we'll a hockey. We'll say that for the hockey. We go ahead for the hockey. Fuck the hockey people, assholes. But I mean, the people that make a fan a sport popular aren't even the fucking true fans, right? Right. That's right. Right. Like, that's exactly right. Right. That's the point, though. Right. So, but right. keep the people porn stupid. You so, know. like the thing with the thing about what about your farm? Right. The thing about Twitter, even saying out loud, like we're going to change the algorithm. Which is disappointing. Which is totally disappointing because right now Twitter's been unfiltered. Just like mm -hmm. if you, if my man says something, I see it. Like, right. oh shit, here's a link. He's right. Instead of, or it's an algorithm where, and Facebook has this whole thing about, well, we want to keep it happy, and we notice that when people post some controversial shit, then some unfriending happens. Someone following happens, and then people get mad. Where's an algorithm yeah. during the election? Because I saw I had some people that I'm going to go back to carrier pigeon. I'm just going to raise me a bunch of pigeons with all y'all fucking GPSs in their noses. And just put little notes on their feet. And be like, send this shit to go to Vinny's crib. Tell Vinny I want to propose a fantasy football trade. <laughs> Vinny, send a pigeon back. How do you live? How do you live off the social network? Those wings were the bomb. How do you live <laughs> off the social network grid? How do you live off of it? I don't know if you can. I know people who do. Right? Like, well, I, I know do. people who do, but what are they missing? Nothing. I, well, you, you may miss out I'm on I'm thinking some of two deaths that I found out about via Facebook. What? Two deaths. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, no, no, no. Like personal people, oh, not like famous oh, okay. folks. Buck around more. But that's the point, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> right, so right. You wouldn't be the famous people, Vinny. Right. You went to famous people, but he, he meant actual people that he knew, or like personal right. folks to him. Right. People I worked with 10 years ago, right? Yeah, we don't keep in touch frequently. You know what I mean? But she was still someone special to me. Yep. And to find out she, she was gone. I did see your post about yeah, that. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was, it was in, in my I felt bad because it was like, I could tell that Jeff was like feeling something, but at the sense it was also TLDR. Right? <laughs> 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 he was about this death. It was like six paragraphs long. Let me just cut to like, the end. I've known Jeff for like eight years. I've never heard of this person before. He's posted nothing. There are no photos of him in them. What's going on? I've not seen them in a social media feed. Kitten video. All right. Kitten video. Ooh, a sinkhole in Singapore. I'm watching that. World star. Then that happened. I was, my whole day was like that. Right. <laughs> World Star, that happened. And I was like, damn, this is my boy Jeff, he's one of my best friends on the planet, he's feeling a thing about somebody I've never heard him talk about. <laughs> he wrote a lot of shit about it. <laughs> Maybe that was one of those people in that photo that I saw Jeff was wearing that weird fishing hat. <laughs> oh shit, somebody did a funny thing. So oh, we were people are fighting on the app. I'm watching that. <laughs> Click. Well, yeah, we're, but we're, it's like we were people before Facebook, right? Yes, we were, right. And, yes. and we worked together. She wasn't a big Facebooker. Yeah. So it was like, you know, she really didn't have a presence. Like I was still waiting for her to approve my friend request like two years later because she just wasn't on it, right? right. But her, her her husband got on it, you know, to kind of let folks know. And you're just like, damn. And then to think like that shit could be filtered away, too, yep. right? You Somebody would, could decide you'd be too sad to read it. You would right, know. behind a Scrabble video or yep. some shit. Right, I mean, we even have this shit where even when people are connected, you don't, it's that, still that disconnect. Like, people, like, someone died recently that I knew of, and their birthday was, like, two weeks later. So, happy birthday, haven't heard from you in a while, and these are people who have no idea. Ouch. Uh, that's no tough. idea. That's like, tough. And no one's come up and, like, um... But someone's posted on a thing like, you know, she passed away, services here, whatever. And you have 30 people, 
hey, happy birthday. Haven't heard from you. Yeah, that's tough. Like, that's so at that weird. point, you're born social media, but you don't get it. Right. That is, that's well, pretty weird. Well, because it's kind of like the land of, like, fake connections, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, I wish a bunch of motherfuckers happy birthday that, like, you know, if I saw them on the street, <laughs> and I knew it was their birthday. I probably would have said something, right? But you made it convenient by opening up a little yeah, box and right, just let you me saw them on the street. You like, know, oh, it was yeah, your cool, birthday. Man. You'd be expecting them to invite you to a party. If they didn't, you figure they just want to keep it private. You keep it moving, right? So I think Facebook. I don't know. It's got its goods and its bad. That's man. true. And, That's I, true. and I really don't know where it needs to fall in my life. Like, it's I. I don't post a lot of like super personal shit on Facebook. I post like right. anecdotes. Shit that happened throughout the day or whatever. Yeah, but like, thoughts. you know. Right. I'm never like, hey guys, you know, my doctor just said my cholesterol's through the roof and I can't stop eating chicken wings. <laughs> I don't do that shit on Facebook. I'll post that. Shit is real though. Right. Well, I'll come at you. You know, it, <laughs> also, you know, I, I, I had I'm not I had, done, by the way. I had a baby, you know, eight months ago. I created a Facebook Congratulations, page. Vinny. Thank you. <laughs> I created a uh, Facebook page for her in order to put some photos on there. Um, thinking that that would kind of quell the request for constant photos. For the babies, right. It really didn't. No. Because people were asking, they want more photos, they want to see more. And it's what like, can I tell you that as your boy, I, okay, I got no kids. I'm zero. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm a dink. Or, you know what I mean? Double I'm income, a, no I'm kids. I'm a double income, no kids, more or less. You know? I miss those or, days. I'm a black, double no. income, no kids, or a black, Almost double income, no kids. But the point here is this. I have this thing that I tend to do for my Facebook friends where I have a rule on Facebook. No more than two. There should be two children on my Facebook at any given time. If you're a parent and all you do is post Facebook kid videos of your kids and shit, I will block you until one of those other kids gets to be above a certain age where I don't care anymore. Because I cannot, at this point where all of my friends are having babies, I can't have that interfere with my World Star Hip Hop video. On the L train. So, there are two. Well, you know, I, I know who my two friends are now, who when they post news about their kids, I will read that news. Some people, like Jeff and Stephanie, are very clever. They don't post videos and say, here's a baby Jeff, baby Stephanie video. They post a video about a, a thing, and they drop in, and this is when the baby does something cool. Check it out. So the, the text reads like, we were at the park. And right. I'm like, oh, Jeff and Stephanie are at the park. And then the baby does something cute. I'm like, that's cool. I can keep scrolling, right? <laughs> it's not block-worthy. Block-worthy is when it is directly a video of that baby staring at a Cheerio for five minutes. No. That's the other thing, right? You got to post shit that's actually interesting, right? Right, right. Um, a lot of you can bring those. That dude brought you some wings and <laughs> um, turned right back around. Like, nope. Yeah, you can bring those. <laughs> no, but see, there's, the there's definitely people that will overshare information about their kids. But it's their kids, and I got no. Well, kids, yeah, so but yeah. I guess with my perspective is that I don't want that information of them out. You know, right? Well, I get that too. I've I accepted mean, the future. You have to figure out. I mean, you have to. Figure, <laughs> you have to figure out how I'm much gonna fight you it. want to share. Right. I get it. You know. You know. Well, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm not gonna shout out Arian right now. Arian here. No, Arian, you're shout him out. Arian, Arian's that dude that I heard is going to do Yo. nothing whatsoever. 
on the interwebs. Uh, yeah, that guy's been radio dark. Like, I, you wouldn't even know. <laughs> and Arian's like, probably going to be on next week. Next episode, I know Arian's going to be here. And I'm going to send Arian. Then he will explain himself. I want to change the rule for Arian. Right, because I'm like, now, I haven't seen, I've seen one. I've seen, I saw no, the, the birth picture. No, the there's two Instagram photos. One of him holding her. And oh, 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 I missed that. See, I'm not Instagram. This kid, Arian is now like a member of the X-Men. Like, an X-Men baby, right? Like, you can't see the baby. Because the baby's got powers, and the government will come. They will. They will knock on my door. We shall raise the kid to fight for the future. I don't think Arian is not any longer. Arian is not in 2014 anymore. He's taking the baby into the future. Arian's gonna come back as Cable, and it's like Baby Hope. Like that's. I think it's actually happening. So like, it's tough for me, right? Because like, we're pretty out there with Facebook, right? Me and my wife talked about it, and we were like, all right, we're gonna set up a Facebook page for Ella and post her shit there. That way. We can put shit on her page, and we don't have to bombard our friends with that shit. shit. Right, exactly. Right. If you want the baby stuff, you go right there. I was very careful not to say your baby's name, by the way. Right, yeah. Because that's a thing people have. I don't, yeah, and I understand, but it's like, I guess it's like, holding on to that dream is dead, right? Like, in in my viewpoint. Yeah, you can't keep it completely separate. So, because there's situations where you may be with family members who take photos with your child. Right. And right. Can't stop that. right. But I guess it's like, I'm, I'm wondering what we're fighting. And not because I'm like Discovery. saying I've got it figured out. More because like, I don't know what I haven't figured out, right? right? Like I'm waiting for someone to be like, well, you don't do this because if you do, the world ends. And I'm like, oh shit, I hadn't thought about that. Stranger danger. You know, I, I think with me, I, I just keep it out because there's some photos that we don't need in the interwebs. Like, there's some photos that we can have as a family that we right. keep videos, photo, video, right, right, right. photos exactly. that we can just so share. Within true, within your family, family life is your family life. Right. Right? You're Trying sharing to keep some something that you decide, I want, to, I want to put this out there because I want to put that photo out there. Yeah, because, you oh, know, right. like, we, we, yeah. have a, we have a video of her taking her first bath. We're not going to put that on Facebook. Right. Please right. don't. It doesn't need to be on there. Because, man, I'm a grown-ass man. I don't need to see nobody's baby in a bathtub. Because, you know, like, the sink. I mean, like, what do you... Or the sink. As a parent, what are you expecting to get out of that photo? So for or sharing that. For me, though... Like, 100 likes? Well, for me, it's more about, like, none of... I don't have family in, in Illinois, right? I don't have... And, right. And I don't have... I don't have a lot of the friends that I grew up with... Sure, right, right. ...in Illinois, right? right? So, for me, I mean, people are, like, clamoring for these types of things because it's their way of connecting, connecting with Ella. Right, exactly. Right? And then, when they do come and visit... You know, they've kind of been there the whole time, right? Okay. And 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 they have a connection with Ella that they wouldn't normally have. Unfortunately, the connection's one way because Ella's not on their Facebook post and shit herself. Right. Sure. But at least it I gives guess. them a sense of connection, right? Uh-huh. They show up and they know what she likes, what types of gifts to bring. So, so from there, it's been very helpful and rewarding. What's happening here? Jerry's looking at his glass in a weird a fruit fly kind of like Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, so that so that's where I see the benefit of of Facebook. People talk about the stranger danger thing, and I guess it's like when people talk about it, I'm not. I, I mentioned it, but I wasn't like. No, no, no. But people have mentioned that. Well, how do you know some creepy guy's not sitting there? It's like if you're gonna live well, under that guy, how do you leave the house? Right, right, right. There's always someone at the park, and he's a much bigger danger than yep. the dude in Wisconsin. Right, you know he's banking off to you know your birthday party. Right, exactly. And right. I trapped that fruit fly, by the way. That's right. work. Just make right. sure you move the beer so you yeah, know. Yeah, put that over here. Right, this right. is what I'm drinking. <laughs> That's what I sacrificed. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't drink much. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's the rule there. What is yeah. what's next on our, uh, our Multi- multiversity? Yeah, multiversity. Yeah, that's, gonna, that's on our agenda. Before you do that, though, I need some pretzel bites. No, don't. No. No. A word. No. I mean, I was very disappointed. We're, we're, uh, we're here at this at this yo, establishment. It's been nice to us so far. Like the food but thing, if we were evaluating the thing, no, the food we're not doing that thing. The food thing is good. I mean, the other food, they got me really good. The wings are good. The wings, are good. The wings, the wings are good. bomb. I'll punch somebody in the face. They talk bad about the wings. I got eight. 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 That's not really... Eight wings? Right. Like, who who served eight wings, right? Like, oh, I see. It's a number. Right. And that's a right. interesting like, number to who, make wings. Who picks that? It's not even prime. Well, like, there's it's, nothing... It's, 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 I guess it's kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, like, you weren't even being clever, right? Like... Just eight. We gotta keep more than six, but we're not gonna give you a dozen. Right. But now we get ten, because that's the double digit. Right. You could have been like seven, because that's the number of points they scored in the first quarter for the Bears, right? Like something. He's an eight. Fuck. Doesn't have to get the looted fries instead. I hope you want those. Those are good. Fully on tenth and dropping dead in this place. (laughs) Well, we got that on tape, too. Yeah. So, what's next? What is. Is it DC's new event, Multiversity? Multiversity, right. Yeah, you, you read the first issue? I know. I have, oh, it's out already? Yeah. First issue is definitely out. Grant two. Morrison? No, one issue. There's only one issue that's out. What? I see about two issues. You didn't see anything about two? I, don't I know saw stuff about two. I, saw, I, mean, I mean, I've seen two, but I saw stuff about two. Is it Grant Morrison? Yes. Yeah. Do I need some sort of encyclopedia or... No. Okay. I remember... Was I, that a black Superman? Yes. Yes, and a black one there's a lot. First of all, in Multiversity Number One, there's a lot of brothers involved. The thing is, there's a lot they, of brothers. But they're speaking like English professors. Like there's no. That? I mean, there's no. What? It's, it's not a verily. Not verily. It's not a. No one character. There's one character who's prominent in the book who speaks a non-standard English because of his background. Should have given right. There's just one. There's just one. Okay. Yeah. That was, maybe that was the shit I was reading. So they're speaking Shakespearean? Type no, shit? no, no, no. What, so, what, I guess in the first four or five pages, like this dude, rarely, whoever it was, I don't even remember. Thunderer. Was just like. And I, Thunderer is like I on one of the Earths. I got bored. Thunderer is that, that Earth's version of Thor, right? Basically, <laughs> right? He speaks that way. No yeah. one else does. So let's rewind, right? Okay. What is multiversity other than know, like uh, the best ad for a comic I've seen in a long time? Okay. So, essentially, something is coming out of what DC refers to as the bleed. That, that area between dimensions, right? That The thing that separates our dimensions. When, when the crime syndicate attacked Earth during um, Forever Evil, they were concerned about something having fucked their Earth up that came out of the bleed. So they came to our Earth, or regular Earth, they came to DC Earth to take over it because their universe had been already ruined, it had been destroyed, right? But they did that without really giving superheroes on regular Earth much knowledge about what was coming, right? Well, someone does remember what was coming because if, you know, if it's a crime syndicate, they just want more crime, you know? They don't, they're not coming to warn you, they're abandoning ship and taking over your universe, which is what they plan to do. Well, this thing is still out there, right? The thing that destroyed their Earth is still there. And it has hit another Earth, another universe, right? And what has happened is, kind of similar to Crisis on Infinite Earths, it is different heroes of parallel universes, right? Kind of being plucked out of their dimensions, right? As their universes die to band together to figure out how to stop that thing, 
That's what this is. And in the first issue, a lot of those superheroes were black. Or brown. Right? Yeah, brown. Like the Obama Superman of the Earth. I thought Obama. it was Obama. Yes. Okay, I didn't want... All right. we, we, it's the Obama Superman because he's black Superman. You know? like these, his secret identity is he's the president of, of the United States. Is his secret identity. And it's very Obama-esque. <laughs> Right? That's uh, <laughs> there is like a tough job to pull off, right? It's actually the best secret identity in the world because no one will ever suspect that guy. He right. escaped from his version of Air Force One to go and do a thing, and went How back do you get to Air Force though? One. It's his jet, you know. He's figured out a way to design a jet that he can get out of without anybody realizing he wasn't on it. Pretty great. I do. There's one thing Superman can do. It ought to be that. And Black Wonder Woman, her hair straight. Listen, man. Okay, wait. I see what Troy's. Okay, I'm not saying it all. I get. I get where Troy's coming from. I didn't look. I didn't look. Listen, Marcus Garvey does not run a comic book company, right? We we cannot expect that that comic books written by Irish dudes or Scottish dudes or run by big multinational conglomerates are going to be like if I got to have a black superhero, he's going to represent Black America this way. That's impossible to do, right? I get that. There was a Black Wonder Woman. Whose hair wasn't straight, but it was. She didn't have dreads in those shit. As far as I remember, I, I don't have it with. Me. Had I known we were going, I'd have brought that shit. I'm all about baby steps, steps, right? Like, like, yeah, can I get the lily fries? Put the ranch on the side. Teriyaki wings. But about that, that reminds me of an issue of Mighty Avengers that happened, where I got actually kind of angry at the damn issue across the room. I've thrown two issues of Mighty Avengers across the comic shop. One was where Monica Rambeau, who typically has had up like 18 different ha- ha- hairstyles over the years, she is explaining she has yet another superhero name. She's now called Spectrum. And when she meets a character in the book, and there's a, in the middle of a superhero fight, somebody, she just met this little superhero, and they're like, who are you? You're fighting this villain with me? Who are you? And she's like, I'm Monica Rambeau. Wait, wait, wait. Or Spectrum if you're nasty. I took that shit straight across the shop. Now, there was another issue, also involving Monica Rambeau, where there's a fight at the Statue of Liberty, and there's like, you know, tourists at the Statue of Liberty. And and there's a mom and daughter. And the mom is like, oh, oh, you're my daughter's favorite superhero. And she gets to meet you now. And Monica Rambeau's like, oh, what's your name, little girl? And they they, they meet and everything. It's like the daughter gets to meet her hero. It's all well and good. And then the mom says to the daughter, to the superhero, to Monica Rambeau, she says, I'm so glad she got to meet you. Because now that she's met you in real life and that she likes you so much, now she'll let me straighten her hair. Listen, are you are you actually telling me that we're at hair politics even in superhero comics? Yo, I did as I, a I white dude writing this book, why do you even feel the need to go there? Yeah, like you, at some point, and you, you don't have watched, any black friends anywhere, one right? Two minutes, Spike Lee. Meetings. Right, you don't have any because someone would be like, bro, are you a Spike Lee barometer? Don't do it. There's got to be a Spike Lee meter somewhere that goes off. This should like this should be an alarm when you watch that. Just one more. We're now we're about to have a school days moment. But we are a, not all supposed to have school days moments. But ain't it a failing at the organization as a whole too? Because didn't someone in a room, like an editor or somebody, say? Uh, no, that Avengers right? book is the Black Avengers book. Oh, that's that's the point. You can be the Black no, Avengers well, book without. 
What is with black ish, too? That's a whole other topic. Yeah, I know. No. We have yeah, next yeah. episode. Right. We'll talk about that. Hopefully, I'll be canceled by that. My, my point here with Multiversity oh, and the Wonder Woman with the straight hair is some black women and many black women have straight fucking hair, and I don't know. I don't know why this Wonder Woman would or wouldn't. I'm, I don't know what her political shit is. I'm just putting that out there. Yes, but you put it out there, casting mad shade, like she should have come with mad dreads no, and shit. I know her. I she should have come that. Angela Davis out. I ain't say, say that. I ain't say that. You didn't I'm just say saying, it. Like you know, we doing the whole Wonder Woman shit flowing in the wind. But I mean, at the same time though, like this has always been my thing when it comes to like race relations and, and gender equality and shit. Right? It's like. Shit don't happen overnight, right? Nah. You gave me a Every black superhero, right? For a like, too. okay, that I'm cool. You're giving me a major DC event, basically, right. in which you 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 frame it around the adventures of these black superheroes. Right now, next time I might take a task, right? But this time, like, hey, whatever, dude. We got it. I'm cool. Yeah. I man, look, I can't argue. I liked it because the cast was mad diverse for the first issue, right? Not just with Black Superman, but like a version of like Captain Marvel and a different version of Wonder Woman and Captain Carrot, like fucking rabbit, who's like an old school DC character from the 80s. You know what I mean? Like Grant Morrison special. If Grant Morrison has been spending ages putting this together, right? And I wish he never did Final Crisis, because his first issue, Feels like final what Final Crisis was supposed to be, right? This is where this was supposed to go. You know, it is alternate universe shit that matters for the main DC universe without involving you having to buy 13 different DC universe books that you weren't already buying. That is this. There are no crossovers. Read these eight comics and walk away, and that'll be pretty dope. Okay, so there's, there's eight issues for multiversity. Yeah. Well, they're going to be yeah. So one is out. Yeah, one of comics out. I didn't copy that. Okay. Two is coming out. I'm ish. I imagine next week. Well. I think so. What they come like once a month or? So they're dropping soonish. 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 Oh. They're they're doing them monthly. The okay. Issues are being monthly, but I don't know if they're necessarily on a four week schedule. Just in a month, one of the books will drop. Four to six. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's two bookend issues and some issues in the middle. You got it. Okay. Alright, well, well then, do you, do you I recommend read reading it? I know. I mean, I recommend reading it if you're a big screen action, you know, kind of event fan. Right. I just wanted to bring it out because I saw it was out. Yeah. I saw that, oh, shit, we got, you know, brown people. And the whole thing, whenever someone says diversity in comics, it's like, oh, wow, it's a black girl, it's a black Captain America, it's a right. black. Like, what does that mean? And is it is our bar low enough where we go, we just want to see black people in the shit? Well, I guess that kind of you know makes me think about the the, the, the storm that came up, no pun intended, with um, Michael Michael B. Jordan um, right. and Josh right. and the fact that he was black. Like, I mean, well, what difference? Are, right? Is that what difference does that make in the story? But with him, it was like you know then we have to work with his whole adopted thing and the Sue Storm like right. We have right. to work with that, and so it didn't it doesn't feel like. Look, we just giving you all a black person. Shut the fuck up now. Right. Well, in yeah. fairness, though, I mean, it is a material a change to the character, right? Yeah, like, sure. Like now, you you are like altering the history of the character. I think it. I think it speaks a lot that they're like, you know, 
Because I don't even know that they did they make him black or did they say we want Michael B. Jordan? He's perfect. We they need to make the Michael role B. Fit Jordan down. is perfect for the role right. we have in mind. Right. Gotcha. And okay. that's, that's what was said. That's fine. And yeah. if, if you have a character like I want someone who plays that character, and you look at everybody rather than you know. I mean, they, they made who's uh, hot right they now. Made whatever. Michael Clark Duncan uh, Kingpin. Right, but I mean, let's be honest. In the comic book that universe, some stupid everyone's bitching about everything, right? Like, oh, you know, Angelina Jolie can't play Tomb Raider chick because her right. breasts aren't big enough and her hips aren't. Small. It's like, the, you know, so it's like <laughs> there's no them being like outraged that. at that. <laughs> Ever, I don't instantly call racism just because that's the way we bitch about everything right. and every casting. Oh, Hugh Jackman's too tall to be Wolverine. It'll never be believable. Right, there's that. That happens quite a bit. And I think that the other issue with the Michael B. Jordan Fantastic Four thing is, and I've said it before to different people, is the Fantastic Four, the Mar- one Marvel property, not even done by Marvel Studios, the one Marvel property that, while it worked great for 1963, does not work for 2023, right? The nuclear family as superheroes is something that is a complete foreign idea to modern society. So you can't say mom, dad, little brother, and best friend from college all become superheroes. Right. You see that now you laugh at it. It's Johnny Quest, it's The Incredibles. The Incredibles worked because we were laughing, right? We thought it was really cute, right? It's not cool, it's just cute. If you were gonna build the Fantastic Four today, the same way you built the Avengers in the Ultimates comics in, 19, in 2000, the reason that the Avengers is in, in the, Marvel, the cinematic Marvel Universe is interesting. That tension that you see, that's tension built for how modern lives work. Right? That is not tension built on what Stanley and Jack Kirby did in 1964. True story. If you had to give them those characters from 1964, no one would give a flying rat's ass. All these people talking about how much they love Iron Man, they love Robert Downey Jr. They don't give a fuck about Iron Man. Because if they saw Iron Man from 1964, they wouldn't recognize him. They wouldn't recognize him because then he'd be a very young Jerry Jones from Dallas Cowboys. He'd be Mark Cuban. And Mark Cuban's not actually charismatic. He's not charismatic. He is not the thing that you want to tune in to see what he's doing next, right? He isn't that, right? So when you tell me Michael, uh, Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan is going to be the Human Torch, I have to now start thinking to myself, damn, you're going next level here because the family you're about to build is going to probably represent something that we actually do recognize, right? Right? They're from a society we recognize, and they're going to have to become the Fantastic Four. They're gonna have to become those people that you go to. They don't have secret identities. The Fantastic Four are the they were the one group in Marvel Comics coming up who didn't have secret identities. Which means you knew who they were the entire time. You knew their address. Their address was the one that was exploding every fucking week. Right. They weren't hiding from you. They were right there. They were different than every other Marvel character in that way. But now that you everybody thinks they're on first name basis with Captain America. Oh, Steve and Sam's relationship. I hope Steve and Bucky can get it together and just kiss. <laughs> you know? Now that that's where we're at. The Fantastic Four were already that. They were that before I was born, and I'm older than all of you. Right? Like, they're so far ahead, the Fantastic Four, that in order to make that shit really matter to you now, they have to turn it on its fucking head. And people are angry about it. Like, you've been reading Fantastic Four comics so damn tough that the sanctity of reading Sue's marriage is threatened because of what they're doing right now. Fuck out of here. Reading Sue probably ought to be divorced. And at each other's throats and still come together to fight Galactus. Right, because raising kids is hard enough, let alone raising kids and yep. saving the fucking universe. Right. Franklin <laughs> needs to be in some form of like program in which, you know, he takes his Ritalin drug or whatever the hell. He's in his Montessori. You know, you get him on the other every other alternating weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
that should be Franklin right. shit. Because that's the life of three quarters of my right. friends. Right. You know? Like, if you're going to make it, like, the Marvel Comics experience of, 19, of, the late, of the early 1960s reflected a lot of what was going on in society, which is what made young people interested. If you're going to make young people interested now, which difficult to do, you got to do this sword art online thing because that's more young people's experience of the world compared to what Stan and Jack were doing back then. Right? Now, Hollywood comes, the reason everybody liked Guardians of the Galaxy so fucking much is because they just avoided all the other things that filmmakers would normally give you, like a plot, and instead put in all these other things that you actually do want, which is entertainment. Right. Did you see it? Guardians of the Galaxy? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny too, because now that I'm older, and I'm losing touch with what it's like to be young, I now appreciate the struggles that writers and creators went through trying to create shit for me for you, when right. I was young. And yep. right? you hype about it. Right, because right. now I'm getting it, right? I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Cat videos all the fucking time? I don't understand. This has been Stakes Aside, the Black Nerd Podcast. Your host, one of your co-hosts, other co-hosts, Bounce, all good. Yo, this is Troy Hunter, a.k.a. At Tall Black Guy on the Twitters, on the Tumblers, all that. Um, Join the day, um, two special guests. Y'all can holler, holler at these cats. Um, Vinny Freeman, at Vinny Roped. Uh, you got any projects, some you want to hype? Want to like. Man, no projects, man. I just had a kid, so I'm trying to get back on track. So <laughs> give, me, give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I am where, and um, also uh, Jess Smith. Um, Find me at Dark and Nerdy on Twitter. Uh, check out my uh, fantasy analytics site. Yes. Still a work in progress, but you know, we're pushing code to it like every week. So uh, stay tuned on the blog. That's leaguelytics.com. All right, word up. You can always hit the show up at stakesishighpodcast at gmail.com. All one word, stakes is. Now, no Z's. We extreme all that. Stakesishighpodcast at gmail.com. Stay up on that. And uh, appreciate y'all. This has been episode two. We'll holler at y'all. Peace.